welcome to this week's episode of Clock Combos. Today we have a special guest, Ryan Dew. Ryan, welcome to the show. We're really happy to have you here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Hey guys, this is Sheila and Maya Dunn, and you're listening to Clock Combos. Yeah, so how is everything going? What are you up to these days? Um, first, we kind of like to start just kind of asking how you've been uh, holding up during this past year of craziness. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, things have been things have been pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. Um, you know, when, when when COVID hit, kind of, kind of, you know, shut a lot of things down. Um, and you know, but it's kind of allowed me the ability to kind of really um, work on a lot of different things and kind of grow in a lot of different aspects and kind of discover things about myself that um, I didn't know that I you know liked or didn't know that I was like particularly too interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Um, I'd say that, you know, although, you know, with all the negatives of, you know, the situation, the times that we're in, I feel like I've grown quite a bit um, from it. And um, yeah, it's been, it's like I said, it's been crazy. I'm happy that everybody, uh, you know, everybody is that I've known for the most part has stayed safe and hope that we can continue to do that. And there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel. So, yeah. And so a funny story just to kind of kick this off is that when I was sort of planning for this episode, I I mean, there's a lot of different things we could talk about, but Ryan was actually one of my very first clients. Um, So I was, I was thinking back to, I I was a freshman at Colgate. Um, I believe Ryan, you were a junior at the time. Um, And I got connected through you through um, my link, who is kind of like an older student who had shown me kind of the, the ropes at Colgate. And sat down at the case library at Colgate um and Maya was actually visiting me that weekend and so she was like she was I think what a senior in high or junior in high school and so she was sitting in like another booth I was like really nervous kind of talking to you about uh the things I was working on for my marketing business and um yeah you ended up being kind of like our one of our first clients um so that's kind of like how we initially we're connected and since then what for um, almost five years ago um so much has happened and we've both um and all three of us have really gone in, in different directions and um had really cool entrepreneurial experiences so really excited what have you um what are you up to these days and kind of what's a a day in the life like now for you you know you know i say during covid um like previous uh was you know, waking up, you know, opening up my laptop, you know, working on a um, project that I have. So, you know, working on Trippy, working on uh, one of the other apps that I'm building. Um, but, you know, the main thing that I kind of do um, is I've been working at a micro VC called Base Ventures. And so mm-hmm. basically I've been, um, you know, helping them kind of see deals and, you know, if a deal comes, um, you know, help with, you know, due diligence and, um, you know, try to make, you know, kind of be the first person to see it um, and also kind of help with operations and, in supporting portfolio founders. Um, and then lastly, um, you know, that's kind of like from nine until three or so. And then afterwards, and like the real fun starts. And then I kind of, um, I'm a basketball coach. So I, you know, have a group of kids that either I do individual lessons with, I group lessons with um, for like either an hour or two. 
Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, uh, same thing, just kind of coach from, you know, I coach basically every day from 3.30 until like 7. Um, and then just, you know, Monday through Sunday, um, just like with different kids. And, you know, it's been really cool um, to kind of see these kids grow. And a lot of them I'm known and have worked with ever since, like, you know, they were like seven and eight. And now they're yeah. like 10 and 11, 12. So it's been really cool to kind of see them grow. And like, it's kind of made me kind of a lot of like very passionate about youth development. And that's something like I literally didn't know that I was interested in like at all. Like if you would ask me like when I was in college, like if you would have like showed me a picture of like myself in my current situation, I'd be like, what the fuck, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything happens for a reason. And, um, you know, everything, yeah, everything happens for a reason. And I'm excited for, you know, what's, what's ahead. Yeah, for sure. So when did you get involved with the coaching? Um, like a few years ago or more recently? Yeah. So I was, um, so when I got back from, this was right after Shark Tank. So like I had like, recently uh like just graduated from Colgate I needed a job right so like I was like okay I need to work on Trippy full-time like but like Trippy wasn't paying me money like we were getting hella users but like that wasn't paying me money so I was like okay like what do I need to do um I knew my uncle um was like a general manager at this gym called Jam Town which is in downtown Oakland and he was like oh yeah like you can work here but like I'm gonna need you to do a favor for me I'm like what he's like you're going to have to coach like the first and second grade boys, like basketball team. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, like, I don't want to do that, but it's the only way I could get the job. So I did it. Um, and they sucked. Like <laughs> they were terrible. Um, and I hated it for like a month. Yeah. And like, there was even some days that like, I didn't show up to practice cause I literally forgot about it. Yeah. And like, you know, like, and like, I almost got like fired from it. And then like the kids started getting better. Like they started improving. And then I was like hooked. I'm like, oh shit. Like, these kids are like getting good, like, and like yeah. seeing kind of the kids grow and develop and kind of become, you know, grow up and kind of like learn things. And then also kind of see how they develop as being personally, it's like been like so freaking rewarding. Um, and it's like the, like the favorite thing that I do, you know, during the day. Um, but yeah, I just got involved with it because I was tricked into it. And <laughs> now it's like, it's something I can't, can't do without. And, you know, I'm really, really, really passionate about it. So with coaching and then, of course, you were a basketball player at Colgate. Um, one of the things like Andy and Will's always say is like the parallel between entrepreneurship and being an athlete. Do you right. see that? Do, like, do you agree with that when they say that? 100%. And I, and I don't think that it, it was a coincidence that like the year that I pitched it, you know, uh, on Entrepreneur Weekend, like three out of the four, I think every, like four out of the four companies were like had a division one athlete on the yeah. team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a lot of the, a lot of people that are in the TIA incubator are ex division one are, 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 you know, either current Colgate athletes or like, you know, might've quit their team, but like they're all athletes. And I think, um, you know, the parallel between sports and entrepreneurship is essentially like, you know, wins and losses in the sense that like, you know, entrepreneurship, like you're going to get told like, no, a lot of times, like you're going to build things and people are going to say it sucks. Like, you're going to take like multiple losses. Um, but like, like you always, you gotta, you gotta bounce back and just like sports, like you're going to have a bad practice. Someone's going to dunk on you. You're going to lose a game, but you're going to have to like bounce back. Like you can't just be like, you can't just focus on it and be like, Oh shit, my career is over. Like, no, you got to move to the next thing. And so that's kind of, I feel like you learning that at a young age to kind of be resilient and like take, 
you know, things that kind of go bad and negative situations is kind of like, oh, I just lost that game, but there's still a lot more games to play really kind of help you um, in kind of whatever you want to do to kind of have that strength um, to be able to bounce back from an unfortunate situation or something unforeseen consequence. This is kind of an abstract uh, question on top of that. Do you find yourself ever um, like bringing in anything you learned from being an entrepreneur into your coaching of like, even I know they're younger kids, but I don't know. I think that might be like a cool parallel. I don't know if you ever thought about it, but. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just like there's a couple of things. Um, there's the the trying things really fast and not really caring like if it works or not. So like, you know, if, uh, you know, just to try it out. So like, you know, if a, if a kid wants to like work on like a new move or like, you know, like allowing kids the ability to like try things without having to like worry about failure, just like in entrepreneurship when like you're building something and like you do, you try out a whole bunch of things and like they might fail, they might not, but like, you know, at least you're trying and you're trying to improve and you might find something that actually works. It's like similar to coaching. Like, you know, you can, you know, teach a kid like a lot of different moves, but then like he might really pick one up and that might be his thing. And so I think that's kind of like, you know, kind of one, one parallel that I can think of off the spot between kind of entrepreneurship and, uh, and coaching from, from that perspective. Um, I'll try to think of some more. Yeah risk-taking a little bit, you know, absolutely being, being able to put yourself in a spot that you might not be as strong at, but might have a lot of upside. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. And so on that note, I think that's a really good thing. So entrepreneurs, their first idea certainly might not be the one that brings them success. And um, how have you, have you had experiences where you've tried a lot of different things or stepped outside of your comfort zone and experienced failure and then been able to bounce back. Um, I guess we could say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I have, uh, I have experienced some things, right. So, you know, um, you know, a very public one was, you know, pitching on Shark Tank, right. Like that was like a really, you know, great experience. And like, you know, um, I think you knew how I even got involved with it. Like they reached out to me and like, you know, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity to be able to be on the TV show, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, but I didn't get a deal, right? And like, it didn't go how it was planned. However, like, you know, when it goes to like, you know, situations like that, it's like, okay, like, you can kind of like, let it fold you and like, not, you know, um, let it kind of fold you and just like, not want to work on it and kind of just like, kind of like, let it kind of break you. Or you can actually kind of like, take their criticism, take what Mark Cuban said, take what everybody says and kind of like use it as motivation and feel to kind of like, like to kind of go harder and like to continue to build and continue to do that stuff. And so, you know, I feel like that kind of really helped me kind of develop Trippy um, and kind of really start growing the brand and um, got us a good amount of users. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that kind of COVID hit and people didn't want to travel. And because of that, I kind of didn't want to also advertise it and kind of promote it just because, you know, hold um for a bunch of different reasons but you know i'm really excited to kind of get back to it and and uh and continue to you know we're starting to ramp up social media again and starting to kind of get back into the get to the flow of trippy um but yeah it's been uh, all that to say like there's been multiple you know things that you know i've 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 multiple losses that i've taken from you know uh vcs you know going to pitch investors and they're like oh this is you know 
that this is nothing that it's something that we're not not interested in or, or you know going to pitch you know multiple airports and having people ghost you like it is what it is man like you mm-hmm. just gotta just like you know keep it pushing and you know all you need is one yes to change your life and so like you just gotta keep trying and trying and trying and then finally you'll hit it the good thing about you know the difference be like i think i just explained this to somebody yesterday but like the cool thing about like why i'm being an entrepreneur is like way easier than being an athlete is because like you, like with uh, with sports if your team goes like one in a hundred you win one game and you lose a hundred times like you suck like your team is ass like get something else find something else to do if you're an entrepreneur you lose a hundred times and that one win like makes you a billionaire fuck that's awesome all you need is one so like yeah. you know what i'm saying and like just gotta just keep pushing and keep trying and just keep plugging and prodding and just stay stay committed to whatever you feel you know you're you're really into and whatever you feel like you're really talented at and you know the cards will will fall where they lay but you just got to continuously kind of add value to people's lives and and make people's lives better and you know eventually things kind of kind of pan out at least in my opinion that's what that's that's what i'm hoping at least (laughs) yeah Yeah, we we actually had a recent episode all about like how to turn adversity into something good and a lot of what the conversation was focused around is like you go to 100 interviews and maybe 99 of them say no to you but the one that says yes that's all you really need so it is it's definitely true I think to entrepreneurship um changing gears a little bit so you and Sheila were computer science majors at Colgate and both also in TIA and I, I don't I wasn't you think did you do the e-fund as well through yeah, yeah 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 I, I, okay, I so. was in there even the year that I didn't get funded I just snuck into the <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was there too me and Ryan were uh, yep, yep. Chilling was, there. a hot summer that was a hot summer <laughs> How, um, that's where we lived together we were roommates in the, in the yeah triple in that triple yeah. decker it was hilarious yeah that's right yeah <laughs> that's crazy I, I remember like texting Sheila and she's like I'm living with all the basketball players <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we were over there during the summer it was a good time <laughs> that was fun <laughs> how practical do you think a computer science degree is in the world of entrepreneurship today and like how did college other than just your major kind of prep you for what you're doing now um, so I was about to say that like it needs to be like written on like the commandments of entrepreneurship to be an entrepreneur but I mean to be an engineer but that's just not true I think that you know being a computer science major you know was probably the single greatest decision that I've made um and strictly just given the fact that like I just feel like I can do anything like I'm just over here sitting at my desk right now just like just building an app just for fun you know what I'm saying like any idea that I have I can just literally just put code to it and then just make it come to fruition and so like I feel like I feel like computer science and learning how to code just gives you the keys to be able to let any dream that you have, like actually like live. And it might be like a totally terrible idea, but at least you can like see it into fruition without having to rely on like other people and having to pay people and having to consult with people. You can easily just like design something, like code it, build it, see if it works like really quickly. Um, And so I think that's kind of where the world is going. And like, you know, I think, you know, being a computer science major, like, like I didn't learn how to build, you know, I didn't learn Swift at Colgate. I didn't learn how to build like iPhone, you know, ship products at Colgate. 
but it taught me the basic fundamentals to be able to learn how to code. So then I can go on YouTube and watch a tutorial and know exactly what a string is, know exactly what a Boolean is, know exactly how, like if else statements and all that other type of stuff. And so like, you know, um, it's like super important to like, I always tell people like, you know, even if you're not gonna major in it, like at least take like intro to intro, like to, to you know, ComSign 101, just learning the fundamentals. It's not about, you know, people realize in college, it's not about the grades you get anyway. Um, the fun you have but uh in, in what you learn unless you learn outside the classroom um but yeah. all that to say uh i digress but all that to say just um you know being a computer science major was you know just kind of gives you the tease gives you the keys gives you the tools to be able to kind of do anything you want to um when it comes to software and that's software is where the world is going so it's a, it's a really good thing to do yeah one thing to add to that so i think I can't fully remember. So my dad would pressure me a little bit to become a comp sci major. I teetered back yeah. and forth between econ or comp sci, debated a double major. Um, I gravitated more towards economics and then, but I knew that computer science was more practical. Anyways, yeah. um, how, I'm, I'm pretty sure I talked with you and you were one of the, the people who kind of like pushed me that way. And I, I'm very, very, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I was, I'm very, glad and and what i think i would have regretted awesome. not doing doing it the thing i'm awesome. wondering is like so those first steps so when you had the idea for trippy i think i've heard this story a little it might be interesting to share but i think you were at the airport hungry and you wanted some food yeah. like what was that process like of like okay you have this idea you know the basics of comp site but you don't know like exactly how to go and build an like an iPhone app. Yeah. What was that like? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like, I, you know, I, I, so you know, the origin story, like I, you know, I was at the airport, I needed food, I needed to figure out, you know, what I wanted. Um, and so, you know, I came up with the idea. So, you know, when I went home, um, the first thing I did was call my best friend at the time, uh, Sammy, who, you know, he went to school with me here where I'm at. And, he, uh, you know, he interned at a VC before. So I was like, oh, perfect. That's like the person I need to talk to first to like vet it. And he was like, oh, that's a terrible idea. Um, and then I was like, okay. He's like, you know how, well, he didn't say it was a terrible idea, but he was like, it's a cool idea. But like, do you know how hard it is to talk to a VC? Like, you know, it's it's impossible to get funding. Just really, you know, he's, you know, kind of a cynic. And, you know, it's good to have friends like that sometimes. Um, and so, but like, I didn't like, so I went there and kind of like let it sit for like a day. Um, like not even a day, let it sit for like, you know, probably like half a day. And then I started to do research um, and then just kind of just, and then like the next step was kind of researching like, you know, other ideas in the space. Because, you know, the first thing is you can come up with a great idea, but then you need to go to Google to make sure like someone else isn't, you know, doing it or doing something close or not the way that you're thinking. So I went there, kind of realized that, okay, like there's no, like at the point at the time, the idea was an airport food delivery service. And at the time I was like, okay, there's no service, there's not a single service out here that like will deliver food to your gate. So like, I got super freaking excited. I, you know, bought a domain name that day. It was called layoverdelivery.com. Like I started filling out the Colgate TIA application, I think. Um, and I was like really like gung-ho and excited. Um, and then I just like started just like, you know, built the website, like got the, got the um, screenshots, the, the screen screen captures together um, and just started developing. Um, um, and then kind of just like, um, just kind of developing a lot of like business model stuff, but I didn't really start building the app or putting code to the app until a little bit later. 
Um, and then I, yeah, I just, I think I just started watching YouTube videos. I think it was, I think it was between the time that I had just joined TIA and like it was after the first meeting, I just kind of started coding. Um, and then, you know, just kind of started building, building it out, kind of figured out like, you know, what to do. And so kind of how I started the development process was I kind of Google searched like every feature that I wanted to build on the app. So like, um, you know, I wanted the home screen of the app to look like, you know, very similar to the iPhone home screen. So then I just kind of just Google searched how to make app that looks like iPhone home screen. And then I found out that that particular class is called a UI collection view. So like, oh, okay, commit that to memory. So then you just start Google searching a whole bunch of stuff around UI collection views. How do you set one up? And then like you kind of, then you can find a YouTube video or whatever. And I started watching YouTube, watching the tutorials and then kind of copying the steps. And, um, and then it ended up just kind of building the product and, you know, launching it and kind of going and kind of took off from there. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I always want, I, I think we have had this conversation, but because right now I haven't used computer science really in the last year or I don't know, year probably. And so yeah. I do wonder, like I come up, you know, I have these ideas, but I, yeah, literally everything's on YouTube. And I feel like once you have that idea, like, did you have a pro, like a design, you said like similar to iPhone, but did you have like a graphic or anything made or? Uh, no, I mean, I just kind of just like design, like just kind of just like visualize what it would look like. And then I actually didn't make any like mock-ups when I first built the app. Mm -hmm. I didn't build any, I didn't make any mock-ups. I kind of just like, just kind of just kind of just freestyled and then started to, cause I didn't know how, I didn't know any design software at all. Like I didn't have sketch or anything yeah. like that. And like all the, like how to, I couldn't, I can't draw. So <laughs> I didn't really know what to do. So I just started coding. And then I started, and then I started to like, when I learned, when I found out about sketch, a lot of people use Figma now, I, I use sketch still. Um, but when I found out about, you know, design prototyping software, then I started like designing and really coming up with interfaces and, and all that stuff and, and kind of developing the product even further. Because yeah. Sheila, there are like YouTube videos everywhere, but I took 101 and 102 and I think it helped immensely in just understanding how to even speak to a developer. Like now I'm yeah. managing a team of developers and they say like, you know, an if then statement. And at least I understand kind of the logic that they're thinking about things that helps me actually portray to them what I need done. Um, so I think, it, I think computer science is so important right now to have at least some background in, but. Yeah, I yeah, wonder absolutely, the molecular yeah. bio degree over here, so I can't really talk, but. Hey, hey that's all. molecular bio with the, with the, with the comm sci experience. That's, that's amazing. What do you want to do next, Ryan? What do, do you have any, like, where do you want to be in five years? Are you working on anything um, exciting or? thoughts about where trippy could go yeah anything I mean, like that i honestly i don't know where i see myself in five years because like i i wouldn't think about you know where i'd be at right now a year ago um but you know i think that uh you know i guess where i see myself in five years is just you know hopefully you know doing something that i love um you know I, i'm always building products you know I've, I've launched like three other apps as well um and you know and you know getting revenue and traction and stuff so I don't know I, I honestly just like my whole you know mission in life and my whole kind of 
purpose and kind of what I kind of my mindset is kind of just like put your eggs in a whole bunch of baskets and try to add value to as many people as possible and try to you know be try to just you know put your eggs in a lot of different things and you don't know you know what I mean saying like try your best and give everything you have and but like there's so much time in the day and like you could have a lot of different things that you're interested in like I couldn't you know take a pitch from a founder and then freaking you know, you know, talk sub a high school classroom and then like, you know, have an interview, you know what I mean? Like there's a, you can do so many different things. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to predict, right? I mean, the past year has shown oh, us yeah. that we're not yeah. in control, but for sure. Yeah. I think something I've always been in awe of is like, for example, when we were doing the uh, Shark Tank pitch video, oh, Luke yeah. and I, our team was so disorganized at that time. And I think it was like a last minute thing as well, but I was, I admired like, how fast we could just do it. Like not, not as many, not so many people have that skill set and clearly in entrepreneurship, like the whole thing is like, just do it. But that's something yes. that, you know, I've seen just from like working with you with Trippy and then just seeing all the other things you're doing. Like it's really, you know, what I think the advice that kind of like you're recommending too is like, just do it, put yourself out there in different circumstances and different um, settings and, you know yeah you never know which one is gonna be like the million dollar idea or the the thing that really makes a true impact whether it's you know one of your basketball you know players becomes the next like NBA star you know you never know what's gonna never happen know. you never know and, and the so that's like the, the politically kind of correct answer the politically incorrect answer is five years I want to be like on a beach in Miami crypto rich basically essentially I've been put, I put in a good amount of money to Coinbase, you know what I'm saying? I've made a, made a good amount and <laughs> going to continue to, you know. By the way, if you're not on Coinbase, hop on Coinbase before it's too late. You're going to miss out on the big DeFi craze. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been, it's been kind of interesting to kind of learn about the blockchain. And um, I've had to do, I, I actually led a, I led a blockchain investment for our fund. And that's been kind of cool to kind of really do the research and, and kind of get our, you know, get our, get, get our feet wet in crypto and, um, I'm like really bullish on on it, and I, I believe that the world's going to fundamentally change like, substantially over the next five years. And we're kind of in a really good situation where like people younger than us don't really know much about the whole crypto space, or, or they do, but like they don't really have the money yet to like you know they don't have jobs to be able to kind of invest in it because like you know they're younger people, and then the people that do know about crypto and do know about its potential, for the most part, they're usually like you know millennials with like responsibilities like wives kids you know like things that like they can't just put an extra like ten thousand dollars or extra five grand or whatever in in crypto and watch it grow so i think we're in a pretty unique situation but just wanted to plug that for a second <laughs> my last question and surely you might have some to add to this but what would you tell yourself when you were just starting, like you were sitting in the airport that day, hungry? What would you, if you could look back and tell yourself something, what would you want to tell yourself, like advice or motivation? What you're about to, what you're about to do was the best decision you've ever made in your life. It will be the best decision you've ever made in your life. Um, and the reason being is because um, when you're starting a company or you come up with an idea and you actually pursue it, it's low key like getting an MBA, like getting your master's degree. Right. And because like you're essentially like, 
you're running a company. So you're learning so many different aspects of the business. You're learning sales, you're learning the product development, you're learning, um, you're learning managing skills when you have interns or people that work for you or people that consult for you. You know, you have, you know, there's so many different, you know, you, there's so many different aspects, customer service, right, that you kind of are learning in like, with, you know, with anything that you start, like, you kind of, you learn so many different skills that can be kind of, you know, can be, you know, attributed any, you can take anywhere. And so like, you know, I feel like it was the best decision I've ever made because now like, instead of going to like, you know, I, I interned for Google when I was in college, like I could have, you know, gone and worked at Google. I could have gone and probably gotten a Facebook job or whatever, but like, that's not like, you know, that's not interesting. You know what I mean? Like you don't, you know, working for like a big company like Google or Facebook or working for like, you know, Amazon, whatever, wherever you want to work, like, you can all you only kind of learn that thing that they put you in like you're a developer and you're with the other software engineers and like yeah you could be a pm one day but you you're kind of limited to that you don't really have like you know the marketing you don't really have like you know sales customer support human resources and so you know with entrepreneurship you kind of learn all bases and you learn a little bit about everything which then you can kind of go into any role and kind of that, that kind of use that experience in order to kind of help you become better. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I love that. That's the best decision that you'll ever make. <laughs> um, For sure. I hope you awesome. guys, what do you guys think about that? I hope you guys feel the same way. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I think sure. you can't learn how to start a company until you do it, I think. It's, Absolutely. That there's many classes or YouTube videos, but you're not going to really get that experience. So. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, thanks so much, Ryan. And yeah, I hope, you know, we're really excited to see what comes in the future from you and Trippy. And hopefully, when everything opens back up, um, you'll see a lot more activity and travel. Yeah, big things on the horizon for uh, for Ryan Dew. Uh, really excited to, to see what comes next. And and uh, you heard it here it's the best advice you will ever make. Starting. Best decision you'll ever make. Yeah, to start start your own business and, and just go do it. Thanks so much for taking the time tonight. Thanks, right. Ryan. Well, well, great talking to you guys and, and take care and hope you guys have a good weekend. Thanks. Thanks. Take care. All right. Peace. Bye.